I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue, episode number 116. I'm your host, Jeremy Demerchant, and today I want to talk about dealing with a complex sales process. Now, having a sales process um, when you've got one or two items to sell, not so tough. Um, but when you get into more complicated sales process or a scenario where you've got multiple solutions, it can be very challenging to get your message really honed in. And in my experience, this is not all, all the case, but they're always the case. But in my experience, I've found that if you sell uh, multiple products or services that kind of serve different niches, it can be very challenging to hone in on that marketing message. And the only way to really get one that encompasses everything you do is to create one that's fairly high level. Um, so, for example, if you're focused, and let's just say you sell uh, training services for baseball players and you also have some items like you sell equipment as an extreme here, um, that's pretty easy, right? You can talk about how um, ultimately your goal is to help people be better baseball players. But when you're in a scenario where maybe you have a broad range of things, maybe to the extreme that they could almost be different companies, but your business just isn't set up that way. Well, how do you create a sales process around that? It's tough because if you're reaching out to people or you're going to networking events and ex explain what you do and how you do it, you end up either saying, well, you know, I do this, then I do this and I do this. And it doesn't feel very concise. Or again, you're talking really high level where you're saying, Hey, look, we help, um, we help change the world, you know, like really high level stuff that doesn't actually mean anything from a tactical perspective. And so how do we solve this? Well, one strategy, which is the one I want to focus on today, is what I call the assessment approach. And so uh, the reason I bring this up is because I've worked with digital marketing companies in the past. I have my own digital marketing company. And um, right now, I'm partnered with a company that has digital marketing services. That's one aspect of it. Um, the, another aspect of it is they do, uh, software engineering. Um, and then another part there's consulting. And so ultimately all these pieces are, are in place to help you grow your business, but it can be very challenging to get that message right. And not only that, but even if we just look at the digital marketing side of things, there's so many moving pieces and often you end up in a scenario where if we're talking about digital marketing services, let's say, um, somebody wants to improve the traffic they're getting to their website. Well, you know that you can do some things around search engine optimization that can increase organic traffic. And then you can do paid traffic like pay-per-click, things like that, that can increase, um, you know, grow your audience. But for a sales rep, if you're not really, really focused and you can help a, a wide variety of company sizes, it can be challenging to get really clear. And one thing that people always ask us is how much, how much is the service going to be? And we want to be able to tell them, but sometimes when the salesperson is not the person delivering the results. So for example, there's a marketing team 
we need to understand exactly what the marketing team needs to hear from the salesperson in order to establish a price. But there's always variables and it can be really, really complicated. So I want to simplify it. So this is what I encourage you to do. And this is something I've done with a few different clients now. Um, and there's no right or wrong, but I want you to just understand the process that I'm going to talk you through and see if that might apply to you. Because if you have a, a complicated sales process, maybe you're doing software engineering. Uh, maybe you're doing digital marketing. If you can do it across multiple um, industries, it can be very tough. So here's what I recommend is one, identify what your marketing department or the deliverable, the people that are doing the delivery need to know. Like, what does that look like? What's that assessment process look like? And then how can you turn that assessment process into an actual product? How can you go and turn it into something that you can sell? Because this is what we want to do. If you know that you need a significant amount of information, then there's no point in trying to go back and forth between your prospect and your marketing department or their, whoever the delivering department is and drive yourself nuts. And you don't need to be a total expert at SEO and pay-per-click and all these other pieces if we're talking digital marketing or in software engineering. All you need to do is establish what an appropriate framework is for you if you want to sell the assessment. Okay, does that make sense? So you know that your your department, whatever it is, needs this, this series of information in order to decide whether or not they can move forward to help the prospect or how they should move forward to help the prospect. And that will determine what the cost is going to be. So if you can then sell the assessment, and there's a few ways that you can, you can play with it as well after that, but if you can sell the assessment and give your prospect something valuable from that, say some, some kind of takeaway, then, you know, even if they decide not to move forward with you, at least your team hasn't done a bunch of work for free. Now, one way that you can actually increase the likelihood that they move forward with, with you, and this is already probably done a little bit because you probably have a, an increased level of trust in a scenario where you said, you know what, you're doing great but we need to understand exactly what's working and what's not before we can see how to help you. And that's going to gain more trust anyway. However, one thing that will um, often increase the likelihood of you converting that person from that paid consult, essentially, to investing their money in the long-term service is having a portion or all of the fee for that assessment applied towards the services that you give. So, for example, if um, let's just say that uh, you were to come to me and you say, look, Jeremy, I know uh, within the companies you work within, you've got the ability to increase our leads significantly through different avenues for digital marketing. And I say, yeah, great. Let's let's figure out what's working, what's not. We'll go through an assessment. And let's just say that that assessment is... $6,000. Okay. We're going to go in the nitty gritty. We want to know all your past performance on anything you've ever done marketing wise. We want to assess your website. We want to do the ins and outs. And, you know, I'm using the $6,000 as uh, kind of a random number. Um, it could be more, it could be less. Let's just say it's $6,000. Okay. And then at the end of the day, 
we come back after we do the full assessment, we come back with this beautiful report that gives the good, the bad, and the ugly of what your current situation is. And if you move forward, let's say 50% of that would apply to your, um, to the services rendered. So in that scenario, um, you actually incentivize the person to move forward. Does that make sense? Now you could do 50%, you could do hundred um, percent. It, it's up to you and you got to figure out your numbers and your metrics. Um, but ultimately that's what it comes down to. Okay. So that's the strategy. Take the assessment so that not only now your team is not just working for free, trying to put together a proposal, but have the prospect invest in that assessment. And that's going to give you the ability to find the information you need while getting that initial financial commitment, like a micro commitment, and then al allowing a portion of that to apply to the rest of the deal is going to make it easier for that to convert. Okay. So hope that hopefully that makes sense. Um, that's the episode for today. We're going to keep it short and sweet. If you have any questions, reach out to me. Um, you can contact me and my team at salesteamrescue.com. If you want to catch the replay of this show or any others, that's also at salesteamrescue.com. And if you want to book a call with me or my team to go over and see where you're at from a sales team perspective, from lead generation, um, or just ultimately closing more sales and making a bigger impact, that form is as well at salesteamrescue.com. Okay, guys, so that was episode number 116. Thanks so much for listening, watching. Um, if you are listening on the podcast, please make sure you subscribe and would love a review. If you are watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, give us a review, comment below. Let me know you're here. And uh, I want to make it a point to read every comment that we get and put what are the questions you have down in the comments? What do you want to see? What do you want to hear? What do you want to have us cover? Because ultimately I want to help you increase your sales. Ideally double them within the next 12 months. So how can I help you do that? Okay, guys, that's it for today's episode. Remember, get uncomfortable, get results. I'm Jeremy DeMerchant. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.